This is September 4th, and this is another edition of the Bruins Beat on CLNS Media. Every neighborhood has a heartbeat, a place that represents the cultural epicenter of the area at its core. In Boston's historic North End, that place is Boston Barber and Tattoo Company. Boston Barber and Tattoo Company has become home to A-list Boston celebrities like Gordon Hayward, Milan Lucic, Brad Marchand, Kelly Aaron Baines. Boston Barber and Tattoo is more than just Boston's most well-known corner barbershop. It's also a tourist attraction for hundreds of thousands of people that visit the North End throughout the year. Boston Barber and Tattoo, a North End landmark that represents the cultural epicenter of the area at its core, located at 113 Salem Street in Boston. And welcome to the Bruins Beat here on CLNS Media. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy. No guest this week as we prepare for training camp. Uh, as, uh, as you listen to this, I will be off covering the Bruins annual golf tournament in Bolton, Mass. We'll get plenty of clips there for you that I'm sure you can find on clnsmedia.com. And then rookie camp will start and training camp will start next week. Um, but what did happen in the past week uh, was captain's practices over at Warrior Wiener. And, you know, there's sort of unofficial practices, players that show up early, uh, getting some skating in, getting some drills in with each other. Some not even Bruins, some from other teams, some former Bruins. Matt Bolesky was there, Dominic Moore. Uh, you have it. Uh, there's a few different guys there. Um, and we had a chance to talk to David Krejci, which you'll hear in a second. And then, of course, Patrice Bergeron. Uh, both met the media for the first time in this 2018-19 preseason as they gear up for this uh, season after getting a, a great season under their belt last year. Uh, you know, they finished with 103 points. I mean, it, this was a team that surprised a lot of people. And that's something we talked about with both players here. I asked both of them, you know, how do you avoid that sophomore jinx for a lot of these young players, those rookie players who've burst onto the scene last year, probably took a lot of teams by surprise. And now those teams have had a chance to study their video and really dissect what makes them great. They're going to come at them a lot harder now. They're going to know their tendencies. And I asked both Krejci and Bergeron about that. Um, but here's the Krejci interview. And a lot of it focuses on his off-season training um, and him losing some weight. Kind of got a little perturbed when the reporters kept pressing him on it, you know, uh, how much weight did you lose in this? Uh, uh, but he does look slimmer. And also him talking about just keeping up with the speed of the game, staying healthy. And then another thing that kind of got on his nerves a bit was uh, a couple of reporters just kept asking about the third-line center position and, and what that would mean that Riley Nash has left and they need to fill that void. So um, here's David Krejci this past Friday after captain's practice uh, talking to the media. How was your summer? Good. Do anything different training-wise or anything? Um, every year you try to get better, uh, get stronger, um, quicker, um, come in a camp in a really good shape, you know, lose, uh, few, lose a few pounds. Um, so it was a good summer, you know, I had no injuries, so um, I had solid three months of work. Uh, got to spend a lot of time back home with my family in Czech, so that was nice. You got to play with Pasta in the um, World, World Championships. Will you lobby to, to get him on uh, on your line here? 
you know, this is like, this is something you guys uh, talk about a lot in the summer. To me, for me, in the summer, just uh, wake up, go skate, go in the gym, do my work, take care of my body off the ice, and uh, don't worry about things I can control. But you, you felt pretty good with him, I imagine. Oh yeah, obviously. He's, uh, he's a world-class player, and uh, every time you get to play with players like that, uh, it, uh, it helps your game. Um, it makes you feel good about yourself, so obviously I would like to play with him, but like I said, uh, there's so many other guys here, and, and my focus is to just uh, uh, be 110% ready for the camp. Jay, did you have a chance? Did you kind of wonder good. who's going to be on your right side? No, it seems like it's, you know, no, I, I don't actually. I think you guys wonder more than I do. <laughs> I, like I said, I just go in and, and uh, play with everyone. They're going to put me on my way. So obviously, it would be ni nice to play with... Uh, some players sell uh, 82 games all season, but sometimes that's not the case. Uh, so you just gotta go wake up every morning and uh, do the best you can do. Uh, that's the only way you can help the team. Dave, have you had a chance to talk to Rick Nash at all? And just your thoughts on you know his situation there? No, not really. Uh -huh. uh, I just know what what I read on the internet. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's uh, that's pretty much all I know. If you know, just the concussion. Tough, tough to see. Though as a former teammate, have him go through that, right? Yeah, you know, it was a tough luck for him, um, and his uh, his body uh, uh, been through a lot. You know, he's he's been playing in the league for a little long time, um, over a thousand games. Uh, you know, and concussion that, that never helps, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to recover from those kind of injuries, so I'm not really sure how he's feeling right now. But um, it's his decision; it's his life. You know, he's got to look at he's got to look at the, the life of a different way as well. You know, he's not just hockey player; he's also a father, uh, mm -hmm. and he needs to make sure his health is uh, number one priority. In the playoffs, you guys became pretty top heavy with that top line taking the burden of scoring. I mean, as you guys go into the season, how do you see sort of your role in your line? You know, uh, I, I think it's uh, uh, it's pretty safe to say uh, safe to say that uh, I'll probably start with Jake. Uh, and the right side is obviously open. I'm not really sure. I haven't talked to coaches, uh, so I'm not sure what they want to do. But uh, once they're gonna put guy there, then uh, obviously try to create chemistry, try to talk a lot, um, try to stay together as long as we Dave, you said, you know, in the closing comments to us last year after the after you guys got knocked out, you just felt there was something there and you were so upset that you couldn't go further because you really believed you could. Coming back here, how much hunger do you have after that? And how, how hungry are you to kind of show that this year? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously playoff is, is a long way from now, but obviously um, you go, you work out in, in off season to and you picturing yourself, you know, being on the ice uh, in the Stanley Cup final and, and lifting the trophy. You know, that's that's the reason why you why you play the sport. You don't play the sport just to be in the league and be happy with, uh, you know, one night you win, one night you lose. So uh, every guy's here the same way. You know, you you push yourself as hard as you can to to be in a position at the end of the year in in June. So um, that's why we're here. Obviously. Last year, you know, it it was a good re good year, good run, but uh, didn't obviously end it the way we wanted to. But we had lots of young players. Uh, they're gonna have a year of experience under their belt, so um, we'll see what's gonna happen. But uh, very excited. It's it's been a long summer. Um, I'm personally excited. Uh, I can't wait to start playing some games. You know, practice is getting a little old right now, so 
looking forward to the first game. Do you feel any more urgency at this point? I mean, you're not in the first half of your career anymore. Nor is Bertrand, obviously nor is Chara. I mean, do you feel any more urgency? <coughs> no, I feel, obviously, I feel really good. I, I feel like I have uh, lots of years left, uh, lots of good years left, and, and then we see. So, uh, but yeah, uh, every year you go in season, uh, you don't really think about, about what's going to happen in two years from now. Uh, you go in the season to, to obviously be a better player than you were the year before. But you know, hockey is about winning, right? You you want to finish the season in June with uh, with the trophy, so um, uh, it might be too early to talk about it. But that's that's why we go in in the gym every morning early and spend uh, hours, uh, you know, working out. And, Doing all these things, so I don't really look at it if I'm 32 years old or 29 or 25. It's uh, this is this is this year, and uh, I live in the moment. So possibly you know, for a third line center, you feel like there's a sense of a, more of an emphasis for you and Patrice to, to be available and be healthy and, and be those those top two centers. For the <coughs> well, all you can do is uh, for me and Bergy to. Uh, to show up to camp, uh, like I said, uh, be in uh, the best shape you can be, uh, and do your thing. You know, lead by example on the ice. But obviously, we know that the third spot is kind of open, so we'll see who's that's gonna be. And, and for us, uh, we're gonna try to obviously uh, help the person out uh, off ice, on ice. Hopefully, we can lead the way, the right way on the ice, and give him some tips uh, off the ice as well. Dave, you talked about the young players there, and you know they did. A lot of guys had good seasons. A lot of rookies had good. How do you kind of caution them that it's going to be tougher this year because teams now know how good they are? Yeah, it's uh, it happens in every single sport. You know, the second right. year is the toughest. Uh, it's, you you got to just. Uh, I feel like uh, the second year it always comes down uh, with the summer. You know, mm -hmm. because. Uh, you work, you work so hard all your life to make it to the NHL, and, and once you do, you kind of get a little satisfied. You still think you work out really hard, but you still got to be pushing yourself the hardest, you know. So I feel that's, I feel like that's, uh, that's where you really have to focus on in the summer and uh, be a really good professional off the ice throughout the whole season. What, how are you better? You talked about being better. How are you better? You think? How am I better? In, in what do you mean? How are you a better hockey player coming back this year than last year? You said you've worked on getting better this summer. Well, yeah, obviously working on your shot, working on your speed, uh, quickness. Um, so I've been working on those things all summer um, in the gym, on the ice. Um, so like I said, I can't wait for, for games to see. Uh, that's actually where you can measure yourself, how you did in the summer in the games, not in practices and in the gym. The game, the game has changed so much since you came in the league. Your teammates, the type of teammates you have have changed. So. How does that alter, you know, what you want to work on and the things that you need to be better at? You think? Uh, you know, just <coughs> just try to be better. You know, it's uh, it's just better. Just like you want to be a better person every day. That's that's how I want to be on the ice. You know, there's no no secret. There's nothing that I want to work on, and I just keep working every day to try to be better than the day before. Try to be better than the year before. Um, it goes it goes without saying. Um, what to exactly work on? How many pounds did you lose? Uh, I always had a good, good, good weight. I had, I never had a problem. My first year, I had a problem with my weight, but uh, I'm always around like uh, mid 180s, uh, mid high uh, 80s. So. 
but yeah. a little bit lighter, right? Uh, I don't know if it's true or not. But. Well, obviously, yeah, a few, few pounds lighter than, than last year, but uh, just trying to be quicker, uh, faster on the ice. That was kind of my goal in the summer. Was that calculated to, because of wanting to get quicker, or was that just sort of a consequence of uh, all the way like, like like you mentioned the way the, you know the league is changing right it's been uh, it, there's not many big heavy guys there they're also young small quick uh, so just trying to keep up and, and I feel like I, I was always pretty decent skater uh, uh, you know carrying the puck through the neutral zone so working on my speed to, to get even more speed through the neutral zone and, and that's kind of my game so uh, the better I feel the faster I feel then the more room I can make for my teammates and create more chances. We've talked about maybe helping whoever is going to be that third line center. That's a little bit, you know, you You're a lot about a third line center, huh? Huh? You've been asking each other about a third line center. Hey man, it's the position you play, right? Down the line. Yeah. It's just, you know, is that a, with whatever younger player is going to be there, you know, is that a role that you've embraced, you know, being that, that person in the league too? And I'm sure other players did that for you early in your career. Uh, you're just kind of trying to, I, I had, obviously Berg has been here a few years uh, longer than me and I, ha I had Mark Savard, uh, great playmaker, great passer, you know, so I obviously looked up to looked up, looked up to those guys, you know, and tried to learn from them uh, and off the ice, you know, you can uh, you can learn, you can, you can look, you can listen, but it, it's just up to you how you approach all these, uh, all these new information coming to you, it's just... It's about how mature you are, uh, how much you want to succeed. Um, so it's up to the individual to do that, I guess. All right, so that was David Krejci meeting the media for the first time this season, this preseason, rather. Uh, and it, it, I thought really good interview there. Uh, I really liked it. We actually got to stick around and talk with him after the mics and cameras were off. Uh, talked about he's got a new baby on the way, might actually be born right around the winter classic. He said late December, early New Year. So he... He said we might be cutting it close there, but uh, we were talking a bit about fatherhood. And then actually uh, Joe Haggerty of uh, NBC Boston and I uh, were reminiscing with him about the, uh, the trip to Prague eight years ago, uh, 2010. And, of course, that was the preseason to the year, uh, to the season in which the Bruins would win the Stanley Cup. Uh, but let's switch over now. It's Patrice Bergeron, who had off-season surgery for an injured groin. This was the second year in a row he was dealing with an injured groin, but he didn't want to – he tried to see if he could – work out a few times and skate with it after they got eliminated from Tampa. But he just said, you know what, we got to do the surgery and he ends up doing it. So he is rehabbing from that. Now he skated for about an hour and 10 minutes, hour and a half on Friday. Uh, he, he's probably skating all weekend. And uh, you know, he was very honest. He said, look, I'm trying to get a preseason game in. Hopefully towards the end of the preseason, I can get one under my belt, but my goal is to be ready for the season opener. I'm confident I can do that. Uh, and he, he did confirm that he will not go to China. Uh, so here's Patrice Bergeron talking about his rehab and also, much like Krejci, talking about, you know, the rookies avoiding the sophomore jinx and a lot of teams now gunning for the Bruins, who a team that many a year ago were kind of laughing at and now consider a Stanley Cup contender. Patrice Bergeron from this past Friday. Here you go. So How's it feel to be back? Um... I mean, it's good. I'm starting to feel uh, better on the ice now and uh, kind of starting to increase the workload in the, in the gym as well. So uh, slowly but surely and, uh, and, and feeling good. How far behind are you? 
Well, you know, the fact that uh, surgery was done uh, in, in June, so a month after the season definitely uh, set me back a little bit. And it took, uh, you know, kind of started increasing the volume uh, in August this year. So, you know, all of July was uh, pretty much re rehabbing and all that. So, you know, a little bit behind, uh, obviously, but, uh, uh, you know, still shooting to, to be ready for uh, uh, game one of the season, opening night. So uh, that's that's the goal right now. Do you expect to play any preseason games? Or? I, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, that's what I'd like, you know, uh, at the tail end of it, I uh, would like to get a few games before starting the season. Um, you know, that's, I guess, the the game plan, and that's, you know, we'll see uh, how it goes and play it uh, week by week, and hopefully I can, um, you know, keep uh, improving uh, like I am right now. Will you have to stay here while they go to China because of where you are right now? Uh, yes. Uh, you know, that's exactly why, uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, the rehab will... Uh, right. Uh, will go according to plan and and uh, I can get all, I can get all the treatment I I want and I can uh, uh, here in Boston how did it change your off-season routine Brady? um well there's a lot of rehabbing and a lot of you know making sure uh, I was kind of working on around a lot of what I couldn't do I guess in the gym and and, and you know so a lot of uh, you know miss and match and, and, and finding ways to uh, to keep working on things, but you know, I'm not uh, um, risking any uh, uh, re-injuring uh, what we've just worked on. So it's kind of a lot of rehab and, and, and tweaking a lot of things in my uh, summer routine. But uh, you know, feeling good. Is there hope that you would have tried to let it heal on surgery for the last resort? Yeah, it's something we've talked about, and uh, uh, that's what I wanted, and that's why I took a couple weeks to see where things were at, and uh, started going back in the gym and. Um, it flared up right away, so uh, did an MRI and uh, realized that you know it wasn't something that was going to go on, it, on its own, and there was some tear in it, and uh, and it had to be uh, done uh, uh, through surgery. So uh, you know, it's uh, you're trying to avoid the surgery at all costs, but you know when it's needed, I guess uh, you have to go along with it and take the time that's uh, that needs to be uh, uh, for it to, to heal, and that's what I've, I've done all summer. Well, I mean, inside 2020, obviously, when you look back, of course, I would have liked to, to do it right away. But, um, you know, talking with uh, the training staff and doctors, there were, you know, it was kind of a, there was a chance that it, it would go either, either way. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it, it, uh, it stayed and, and, you know, it got worse. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, it, it's always easy to say we're looking back, right? So it would have been nice to get it done right away. But that being said, uh, you never know, and you always try to avoid surgery, obviously. This is now two long injuries in the last two years. Is the idea that this will clear it up? I mean, are you still concerned about having more issues? Um, so last year was, uh, so it's a little bit of uh, yes and no. You know, it's, it was something that was... Um, Ongoing when I got the surgery of my uh, um, my ab, lower ab uh, hernia um, two years ago, and um, my groin was starting to flare up, and that's one of those things where back then we did take the time and it went away, um, and it came back this past season, and we had to get it done. So I mean, um, it's something that now it should, you know, it should uh, be uh, done with and it should be going. 
uh, going away, and, and, and I shouldn't have to look back and, and have some, some many more issues. Are you going to have to change anything uh, going forward because of the surgery? Well, I mean, obviously taking even more care of, uh, of, of uh, that area, making sure that, you know, do a lot of rehab and, and, and prehab, I should call it, and make sure I stay on top of it. Uh, that's basically the only thing that uh, I need to make sure I, I stay on top of. Um, you know, it's uh, as the year, year goes by, then the body gets, uh, you know, obviously overused a little bit, so you need to make sure you stay on top of it. How long are we out there today? Uh, probably an hour, an hour and ten. Around there. I feel like there's more of an emphasis now at this stage in you and uh, David Krejci's career to, to be healthy as a, that one-two core center for this team. Of course, you know, it, you know it's definitely uh, important and something that, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to put the work in, in the gym and, <coughs> and off the ice to, uh, to do all the treatment and everything that we need to, to stay on the ice, obviously. So, uh, you know, part of doing those surgeries in the summer is that we don't have to have any lingering effect during the season. and. Unfortunately, last year wasn't the case, and uh, it, it, it came back during the season. So, you know, we're we're trying to work on that, and but it, it's definitely important for not just me and Kretsch, but everyone to, uh, and for the team uh, to be as healthy as possible. People are talking about the Atlantic Division being the best division in the NHL this coming season. You know, Toronto obviously got a lot better. Mm -hmm. Tampa was really good. How much are you looking forward to just that talent challenge being in that division? Yeah, uh, looking forward to, to it a lot. I mean. Uh, like you said, it's a great challenge. It's uh, you know I think you should be proud to be uh, in that category of uh, being the, the toughest, I guess, uh, division. And you know it's it's something that uh, is going to be good for us. Uh, you know last year was uh, a year where we've shown a lot of good things, and uh, you know uh, hopefully learned a lot from and uh, gained some experience for for a lot of younger guys. And we all know that it's it starts from scratch, right? This year is all. Clean slate, and you make you make sure that uh, you're back at it and, and feeling good. So you know, looking forward to it, obviously. How involved were you in trying to get Tavares here? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, uh, I only spoken to him once uh, uh -huh. on the phone. Uh, it's one of those things where you know he's obviously uh, earned that right to, to go around and, and talk to different teams and different players and, and see uh, what's the best fit for him. So um, you know, it was it was great to have a chance to. Talked to him. Obviously, speaks a lot about this team that he actually considered. So, um, you know, wish him all the best. You guys, I mean, more the first half of last year, obviously, kind of caught people by surprise a bit. Mm -hmm. As the year went on, obviously, people realized how good you really were. But coming in now, after the year you had, how much do you caution the young players to know? Look, people are gunning for us now. Yeah. It's kind of a reverse. Yeah, it's definitely something that we're going to have to talk about a lot. You know. Uh, uh, during training camp and even uh, at the start of the season, um, you know, it's it's part of the learning pro process, I guess, and mm -hmm. uh, something that uh, we saw firsthand. You know, if you look at the playoffs, uh, you know, it was a tough first round. Uh, played a great team, and uh, second round, you know, you always need to increase your level of play, and I don't think we did that, and uh, that's something where we obviously need to learn from uh, going forward and gain some experience, and hopefully, everyone can learn from it and. Uh, it's no different this year, you know, we know that uh, from the game one, everyone's going to kind of, um, you know, be ready for us and, um, and talking about uh, what we just touched on with Ags, you know, it's going to be a great challenge to, um, to face and uh, for everyone. Are you disappointed you're not going to China or are you yes. you're missing yeah. a 16 hour flight? No. <laughs> Mine is the 16 hour flight. Uh, <laughs> I am disappointed. It would be nice to be with the boys. and. 
and do some bonding and, 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 and be really with them. But uh, that being said, you know, it's uh, out of my control and uh, try to make the most of it. And there you go. There is the Bruins alternate captain, Patrice Bergeron, talking about his rehab and the fact, yes, he will not be going to China, uh, though he would like, but he's not upset, as he said, that he has to miss that 16-hour flight. Uh, but he seems poised to be ready for the season opener. To me, yeah, it'd be nice to get a preseason game or two under his belt. But as long as he's there when the Bruins go into Washington and try and spoil the cup-raising banner night for the Washington Capitals there in the season opener, uh, I, I think that's what matters most. Because, look, as Patrice Bergeron goes, so do the Bruins. And he, to me, is their most valuable player. And, of course, I think their unofficial captain. Char has a C, but Bergeron's a real captain. That's a whole nother podcast. And maybe we'll discuss that in a future Bruins Beat podcast. But hockey is back, folks. And uh, we'll have more sound from the week that was uh, from the Bruins golf tournament, as well as some practices and rookie camp uh, next week when you join us here on CLNS Media on another Bruins Beat. I'm Jimmy Murphy. Have a good one.